What is up, UHY Universe? It is once again Peter Sachik, your career development and training manager, coming at you live with a new episode of The Coach's Corner. Last week, we touched a little bit on how to better organize your email and streamline your inbox. And we're going to touch on an important topic that makes sure that your email gets to the top of somebody else's inbox. But before we do that, I do want to send out a quick reminder that the open enrollment for 2022 materials, the presentation, the slide deck, and the handout, everybody has access to that now through November 22nd. So if you haven't checked it out yet, I just suggest you do so on UHY University to see what's changing for the plan year. Now let's talk about today's episode where we flip the idea of organizing your inbox and streamlining things on its head and make sure that your email is going to get read above someone else's. We're going to talk about bottom line email communication. We'll talk a little bit about what bottom lining your message means. We'll use a real life example that I had to send out an email and see how this really applied. We'll talk about the five questions that you can use to find your bottom line in a message. And then we'll talk about the benefits of doing so for that next email you're about to send, whether it be a process change or a communication to a client. We'll make sure your email is nice and bottom line, if that's even a phrase. Well, what are we waiting for? Let's dive into it. So last week we talked about how it is so easy to get overwhelmed and just an increased level of anxiety with the amount of email that we receive. And today I'd like to focus on how what can we do on our end to maybe minimize that when we're actually writing emails to others, whether that be clients, whether that be to fellow colleagues or whomever you're writing an email. And the truth is that when we write email, it's really easy to overwrite and give more information than needed. You're trying to fit so much in because we've just become so used to using email for all types of communication that you want to fit in every little message that you can. It's like when I try and type out a very long text message in, as opposed to one or three different text messages. Maybe not exactly, but you kind of get the idea. Just trying to jam one thing into one big message and when we do this, the message often gets muddled or people just don't even read it because of its length. So the idea of bottom lining your email message came to mind when I saw this training, which is appropriately called bottom lining your message, which I'll make available in the coach recommends catalog of UHY University. The idea behind bottom lining your message is that rather than typing out a very long winded email, you have an email message going to somebody that is clear concise, and puts your audience's needs first. And what you'll find as you go through the course is they actually have you stop and open up one of the emails where you had to send, where you had to try and explain a new process to somebody. Perhaps it was a client that you were switching over to a new billing software or uh, updated tax or audit reform that you had to explain to your client or a fellow colleague for that matter. And what they have you do is they have you go through that email, just copy and paste it into the uh, the training. And what they'll show you is as you get to through to the bottom lining steps, they'll show you how you can really streamline that message. The example I used when I was watching this e-learning was when I had to communicate out to everyone and you probably received it or hopefully you didn't delete it. It was about, is this CPE? Frequently asked questions and guidance to ensure your event is qualified for CPE. As you saw in the email, we're starting to enter our peak of CPE training hours, and I felt it was appropriate that we remind people of the important things that need to go into preparing a CPE event. 
Now, before I get into how I applied the bottom line method, there's really five questions you can use to determine the bottom line of your message and create a more concise message to your recipients. What's happening? What's changing? What's new? How will it affect my audience? And when will it take effect? Now, what I found going through this exercise of answering the five questions is that not all five of them directly applied to this scenario, but you may find yourself in a scenario where all five of these questions do. So it's important to find the answers to all five of these but so you can create a well-crafted message. The training also mentioned that writing an email is similar to journalism in that you don't bury the lead. Now, if you can recall back to when you picked up a newspaper or opened up a news article online, they don't bury the main part of the article somewhere down in the body of the article. It's right up front at the top. You know exactly what's happening, and then you can read on to learn more about the message. Same thing applies to email. Now, as I mentioned that we've all been there where we've scanned or not read an email just because of its length. And it could be the most important information in the world that is incredibly vital to your job. But if you look at it and you see the length, you may not read it just because of that. The idea with bottom line communication is to avoid those scenarios where your recipients don't simply skip your message because of its length. Now, as they were going through the training, the trainer in me always thought about the why. Why is this message going out? Why is this important? And it was really interesting to find out that people don't really care about the why when it comes to email communication. If you answer all five of the questions, sure, you can talk about the why afterward, but what people really want to find out is, okay, what exactly is going on? What's new? How will my audience be impacted? When does it go into effect? Again, referring back to those five questions. The statistic they referenced to back this up is that 90% of people are concerned about the bottom line of the message versus those who care about the why. The, and the funny thing was, those who were concerned about the why were okay with it being at the end, which I found interesting. Again, the trainer in me was thinking, no, you should always start with the why. Why exactly are we doing this? But that's why email communication is so different from training. And I had referred to this up at the beginning that we're, it's really easy to overwrite and give more information than needed, but it's also because we may get nervous and try and put too much in the email. Bottom lining helps put the what before the why so you don't have too much of those nervous feelings going into it. You're just strictly stating objective facts and trying to get that message out there in a clear and concise manner. Now, when I look back at this email and I'm trying to answer the five why questions here about is this CP or is this not, I'm, I'm thinking that you know nothing's really changing. It's kind of more a reminder. What's happening is that we're getting to the peak of our CPE hours earning, I should say, right before busy season kicks in again. So folks are trying to jam in as many hours as they can or trying to facilitate courses that they can earn hours from facilitating or participating, whatever it is. So that's kind of really what's happening in the message. There's nothing really new except for the fact that we'll be offering a course that you can attend. Side note, if you'd like to learn about how to prepare a CPE program, if you'd like to put on a training for a group of your colleagues, you can come to this training and learn how to do it. You can sign up on UHY University. Hashtag shameless plug. Now, when it comes to answering the question, how will it affect my audience? There's probably a good chunk of you listening out there that you've done CPE for a 
particular method or followed a particular way of doing things for quite a bit of time. And this is nothing new, but we're just trying to adjust the process to make sure we're more in compliance with some of those state licensing boards of accountancy or NASBA, which is the head of everything. So this was a way for us just to remind people that these are the standards. And if we're not following them, we should do everything in our power to follow those standards when we're putting together a CPE program. Now, answering the last question about when it will take effect, the truth is, is these standards and regulations have been in effect since sometime in about February, and we've been doing our best to, to guide folks as they create, but we just want to remind folks that, hey, these are the standards, and should you have any questions, again, shameless plug, you can attend the training to figure out exactly what those standards are as you go into your next CPE training event. Now, this email was still rather long, but we did other things besides answer those five questions to make it more digestible, such as adding headers to particular sections, adding links, bulleting things out so you can quickly scan through there, adding emphasis to particular passages. So even if you were to skim it, you wouldn't miss any of the important details. And hopefully the sign-up sheet for attending the CPE course about how to do it. Again, shameless plug, not upset about it at all. What I want to leave you with and what I hope you learn out of taking the training once I post it on the Coaches Recommends is I want you to try this with your own, whether it's a message uh, that you have to write or a message that you have written and maybe haven't gotten responses yet, one that you anticipate coming down the pike somewhere where you have to write something. Try thinking of how you would approach the next time you have to communicate via email, such as a new process, a new strategy, a new law, a new regulation, et cetera. And think about how you could apply those five questions. What's happening? What's changing? What's new? How will it affect my audience? And when will it take effect? And if you'd like to throw in the why at the end, you sure can. But again, people really care about the what of a message versus the why. Very interesting for me as a trainer. But again, that's why email is so different than training. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Coach's Corner. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you do take the challenge and try and think of that next big email you have to write and bottom line that message. Again, you can learn more about bottom lining your message. They have great resources and cheat sheets so you don't have to listen to me every single time you need to bottom line your message. You can just print something out and have it at your desk. One final reminder about open enrollment materials being available now on UHY University through November 22nd. Go ahead and check out the video, the presentation, the handout to see what's coming for the calendar year and see how you need to modify your elections to make sure you're covered adequately for this calendar year. Until next time, this is Peter Sachik, and you've been listening to The Coach's Corner.